So welcome back, citizens of the internet. You're listening to After Topic with me and my co-host, Andy. In this episode, it's part two of the boys' holidays, where we just felt we didn't do the first one enough justice, and there's a couple of bits and other bobs we should have mentioned and felt we shouldn't really discuss further. So, without further ado, let's get straight into it. This is our topic. Bits I think we never actually got to cover last uh, week were basically how much the, the reps were just utter complete dicks. I don't know about you, mate, but they were absolute dicks. Vinny, Hannah, and the other one who pulled us up for no going to a booze cruise and a water park, I might add. But just now, they, they, they are up there with the highest level of dickishness. They really were. Uh, I always always remember the, the booze cruise incident where <laughs> came 10 o'clock in the morning, door getting chapped to fuck. Chap, 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 chap. And Hannah and some other mad bitches at the door. Oh, Hannah. You're just, you're just still steaming for the night before, and it's like, door keeps going, and it's like, who the fuck's that? Not even steaming, mate. Just dig it, we'll just dig it. And then the door keeps going, chap, 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 fud, fud, fud again. Come on, get up. You're like, how the fuck's this? Then you get up, don't you? And then it's like, Hannah, come on, get ready for another day of party fun, guys. Nah, booze cruise. Nah, and like, nah. shut the door, just fuck off. I can't be bothered. Don't call, don't want to come Just get a miss. Then, no, then and she, gave... she hit out with, oh, whoa, well, this old bus is sitting waiting on everybody and you've just held it all up. Thanks very much. You're like, fuck off then. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like, what do you want us to do? We're, com- we're completely hung over here. We're knackered, and it's nobody's fault, but maybe ourselves, but um, it's nobody's fault for the fact that somebody was going up and going, ladies and gentlemen, you need to get yourself to the bar and get yourself a head fucker. It's like nobody needs a head fucker. You're rolling in every night at 6 in the morning, 5, 6 in the morning, and then you're uh, up at 10 in the morning for a fucking booze cruise, which I'd imagine you probably have to buy the booze in the booze cruise as well. Yeah, and it's no fun when one in the night you at least have to lock your doors, lock your windows and then triple lock them to make sure that, you know, one of the guys in your, your tour group didn't actually get in because needy like Talk about locking doors and windows. Just remember the story. Remember remember Robobug? <laughs> Who can forget Robobug, man? That Robobug. was the only shirt the only shirt I earned on that bloody holiday. And it got annihilated because you decided to hit it by a shoe. Well to explain Robobug, it was like a giant it looked like a giant wasp. It just hovered into the room, black and yellow. It flew about the light once. You shat your pants, ran into the kitchen. I came out of the kitchen. <laughs> so you were shitting your pants at something, so I ran into the kitchen. Didn't know what you were shitting your pants at. Then we ran just out of the room. Then locked ourselves out of the room. Yep, locked ourselves out of the room. And then um, I can remember getting back in later on that day. You had passed out in the bed. All the clothes I'd ironed were on a crumpled heap in the ground and Robobug was in three bits. <laughs> deserves, <laughs> like, you, deserves you right for ironing a shirt to go out in Cavos. Yeah, but come but on, seriously, mate. Cavos, you know Cavos, how... No, seriously, Cavos strip. You, you go dress like your beat shorts and a football top, like what you wear during the day, and you're, you've ironed a shirt to go. Who wears? Who does that? Well, I, does hang on, mate. Um, probably 80% of the tourists in Cavos went out with some kind of shoes, shirt, and uh, trousers combo. No, you've not. You've got it all wrong, mate. Um, I don't know. I think you're a minority 80%, here. 80% of people didn't do that. Uh, I forget to call my memory from that time, but there's too many head fuckers. Mate, everybody went out in beat shorts, t-shirt, what they were wearing during the day, just basically turn up and get smashed. Apart from him, first night in Ibiza. He was the one in the group who just really lost his shit far too early on. And by losing his shit, I mean, um, uh, you'd always find that, you know, if you were starting the night out, everybody would start as a group, and then before you knew it, after the second pub, oh, um, he's disappeared. Oh, sorry, another guy who remained nameless disappeared first. Just vanished for about half an hour, came back and then said he had no money. 
Oh, yeah, it was, a common, it was a common theme after three days. Do you remember the one major incident we had in um, Kavos was relating to, you know, this guy saying this... There was more than one, but the major incident, I'm assuming you're talking about the the, 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 the scuffles and the fighting breaking out in the balcony? Yeah, sc- yeah, the scuffles and the fighting breaking out the balcony, which get interrupted by um, the... <laughs> But, but was it the, the Greek bar owner? The, the Greek bar owner who decided the best way to sort it out was by holding one of the guys up against the wall by the throat and um, pinning the other guy against the wall by telling him broken funny, English eh? to calm down. It was quite funny because <laughs> if, I, if, if I remember correctly, um, I was sleeping out in the balcony on a bed, uh, a mattress I dra- dragged out from the room, just lying back, and I started going, Whoa, what is this unfolding? That was good. It was funny as fuck. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was interesting. But but the same. The reps were. Nah, twats. Would you go? That's the best way I could put it. Twats or fucking twats. Oh, they were interesting. What was your money? If you didn't have any money, they weren't interested. If you didn't want to get up, they didn't want to take you on a cruise. <laughs> no, no, you're on a cruise. Back to the booze cruise. Did we actually pay for that? Is that why they were bashing our door down? We or were you just we expect us to turn up. Right. Well, see if you broke. See if you broke it down. Um, we actually had to pay for that, so it was already prepaid. And it would have been oh, an, right. ex, an excellent night where we could get drunk in the middle of the Mediterranean. Two, three of them went and turned up legless at four o'clock in the day. Did they turn up with the guys from Dundee? No, they were they were they were they were leaving pretty much just just as we got there. If there was any you know if there was any you know more full you and um, you know anticipating what to come, we should have really taken a lesson for the guys there because remember the first time I met them, I opened the door, one of them is completely you know red eyed, Uti's Uti's nut. One guy was actually hugging the floor, wired to the moon. And the only guy who could get any sense of it, I just kept saying, it's amazing, you know, it's amazing. I said, what's amazing? Everything is amazing in this island. It's like, mm, all right. And he just looked to see what they're drinking. It was like, you know, uh, four four euro bottles of that crappy peach snaps crap they used to sell. Uh, strawberry snaps, that's the business, man. Four oh. euro. In the last few days, when it's all you could afford, you had to take oh, it. Oh, no, gut rot, complete gut rot. It's just not IPA. It's not IPA. It's not Jack Daniels. It wasn't the first week. <laughs> first week was living like a king. First week, six, first week was living cigars, like a king. Cigars, Amstel, Jack Daniels. Buying pizzas and not finishing them for fun. Um, you know, that kind of jazz. Going, in a, going to the Hacienda nightclub and going, well, here's, here's Judge Jules and whatnot. But I'm going to be honest, full right? English, full English breakfast in the morning. Well, I, well, sorry, the proper full Englishes, you mean? Not the ones that started substituting all the food for beans. Yeah, pretty much full, full, full booner. You're talking full, full booner English breakfast, but not the ones who substituted all the all the good stuff for beans. And I think that was that was actually, ironically enough, that was further along the strip you went. The more beans you got. <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember, remember the remember one of the went for breakfast one day. And, well, and, and somebody, somebody actually made the point to say, "Can I get any more beans for us, please?" I know, you, you, you paid, we paid five euro for English breakfast, it was like one sausage, half a bit of bacon, one slice plate of toast, of beans. and this is a plate of beans. <laughs> <laughs> he said, mate, I just made him sit and he just, he just went to the way and said, any more beans with us, mate? That's when I knew things, that's when I knew things were going to, were, we were in trouble. Not, 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 not even we were in trouble, but at that point you knew the submarine was sinking, you know, the planes hit the mountain, the ships hit the iceberg. The fucking, you know, the, the buses come off the road. Whatever, whatever way you want to describe it, whatever metaphor you want to use, when you, you go to a holiday island resort and you can't even get a half decent English breakfast as you do, you know, you know, you're in the shit. It's a plate of beans, pretty much the way forward, isn't it? Not. It was a plate of beans. I mean, look, see, looking back, <laughs> so for, for 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 going with a group of what was it? How many people did you go with? 
but it was seven five, of seven years went, and given the fact there was only two Mazer Rammies ish. The first one, the first one was about the stereo getting launched, wasn't it? Oh, that's... The CD player get the CD player get smashed. Now to be fair, we knew it was a mixed group. We knew it was a mixed Glasgow group. We knew there was mixed football alliances, and people were told explicitly, "Don't bring any of the crap." And of course, and people Sunday, did. Yep, Sunday, people people did. And before you knew it, um, CDs were snapped in half, and then uh, <laughs> if I say boom boxes for that, it's not called the boom box. The you know that was it the was it the Alba the, the Alba personal stereo was um, stamped upon and cracked. Yep, yeah, ours survived because we didn't go through it. We didn't participate in any of that shit. No, but we, yeah, we you, took we took a we took a remember back in the day you put all your CDs into the CD wallet mm, exactly. and the sleeves. That's what we was, uh, we took a whole CD wallet and I think we listened to three or four free out free CDs the whole two weeks. You know what the irony is? The irony is when we were at that that island, right? What did you hear every day? Bel- belting out of the, you know, the Club 18 to 30 hub speakers. Da, 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 that one? Ah, God. It's, it's, to this day, mate, I still can't listen to love. it. Crazy in Love? Still can't listen to it. Beyonce, Crazy in Love. We must have heard it. It was on, it was the hot song of the time, wasn't it? MTV Bass played that song, every third song, to punt the song to remote it. And, every you know, club played it as well. Every club played it. It was just, it was, it was like, you know... You're going for this nightmare that was just wouldn't stop. It was like you know, Beyonce just won't stop strutting about a fucking warehouse, singing about how crazy and love she is. I was, I was so fucking sick of it. And the uh, irony, th- the irony is the, the problem we had was that. Uh, on you go. You you talk about the irony first. No, I so the irony is that because because we kept hearing that, I can remember that big sleeve of CDs we bought. It's like, well, what have we got? And, um, oh, that's, that was well, that's the point I'm going to get to we yeah. listened to roughly four albums four CDs for two weeks do you remember what four CDs were? Um, I think I can get two of them no maybe three maybe three so there was um, it was definitely the Holy Bible by the Manic Street Preachers right that's one that, that was that was a Bible kid you know listen to that and then um, there was Metallica Master of Puppets if I'm right in saying no we didn't we oh. listened to it but it wasn't one of the four one of the four albums through in, the, in its entirety. Basically, the, we, we, we listened to the same four CDs back to back, pretty much. All right, I'll, so, I'll put my I'll put my hand in the ring here. I'll say it was the Manics. I know that. I would say it's either going to be Metallica, which you just said it isn't. I think Cheryl Crow. Two Manics. Oh, um, two Manics albums. Yeah. It wasn't um, Generation Terrorist, was it? No, it's just the Great Sets. Not a Great Sets one. So start um, the Great Sets one. Uh, you just said one other one. Uh, the Holy Bible. Um, I think they listen to some Metallica. I'm basically going to say the last one, probably the Foo Fighters. But I know that's wrong. No, um, you, you've already you just said it. You said that before that. What do you mean? You just said it. You said the album. What? Master of Puppets. No, you, you named the artist who we listened to. So we listened to we listened to the Holy Bible with the Manix. We listened to the Greatest Hits album with the Manix. We listened to Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. Oh, of course, Cheryl Crow, hi. And we listened to Nirvana Unplugged, pretty much. Nirvana Unplugged, that's it. That was ah, a daytime uh, chill-out album. We pretty much went through the A4 in a loop. We did stick on Master of Puppets Metallica a couple of times, but it didn't really... It wasn't in the four of the loop. That's probably why we didn't find any places like Cavos and shit, because we that was the kind of music we were listening to. <laughs> uh, it was the kind of music we were listening to, but, you know, it's just... Didn't, it have, mi- didn't have any Euros left to buy MC Elbow's greatest hits. You think you can find them in Spotify? No. I think he's fine with Spotify, mate. He, he, was, he was a renowned, well-established artist in Cavos for, like, six months. He's probably still trying to move house. 
We're singing, about, we're singing about the Colchester crew. Colchester, Colchester, boom. What a guy, man. It's just, you know, what, a, what an absolute legend. I'm thinking myself about the music here, to be honest, and pull, pulling it back one more time. One thing that did stick out for me was it was it must have just must have been just at a time where the one by one album came out from the Foo Fighters and you bought it. Uh, yeah, and that's bear, it. bear in mind that this is back when you know new releases used to cost what twenty quid. The CD was about 12, 12 quid. I can remember you put it on once and it wasn't my fault. It was a certain other guy in the group who took it out to try and change it, dropped it on the floor, and bear in mind, Straight you know, if, it, if anything went in the floor in that Cavos hotel, it wasn't it wasn't coming back. First few songs were ruined. First week, I was, I was magic, man. Oh, I was just listening to you one by one. It started It started in 30 seconds. It jumped to like two minutes 40. Ah, uh, Not to buy another copy of that. <laughs> oh, it was classic. There's always going to be a casualty here and there. Superb. At least it wasn't See, my stereo that copped it. That was the main thing. Well, listen, exactly. That's it. A stereo copped it. Your CDs copped it. Um, your clothes copped it. You know, a couple of people's tempers copped it. My clothes copped it in the sense of like somebody wore my clothes for four days. Listen, am I right in saying, at least in one of the days, everybody at the group we were in, this, this is including the lassies we met, um, well, that hung over. One day we went to a random pub outside the hub because we wanted to try and get as close to the beach as we could, but never made it, and decided that we are going to sit in a pub where everybody was just drinking, you know, watered-down pints of, you know, Coca-Cola, and I mean the shitty watered-down pints of Coca-Cola, you know, like the soda spray or sort of things, of watching a really, really shit version and copy of Terminator 3. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember watching that, yeah, in the copy version. Yep, and um, also one of the bars played, for some bizarre reason, against the context of this is uh, this is Cavos, the part island, they played Last House on the Left. You know what that is? Yeah. It's a horror movie. It's it's like a really it's it's maybe like it's a cult seventies horror movie, a tragic story about basically two lassies getting kidnapped and murdered, and we're sitting in a bar and across the road you've got Gabby Lucas is crazy right now, and you know on on a big screen you get two guys basically shooting lassies in the middle of broad daylight, or something to that effect. You're thinking, you know, I don't how, remember how we, one of one of the guys we were with. He basically said, "No, oh, have you got this?" and they the the Greek bar owner said, yes, I have. And without thinking, put it on. So you're thinking, okay, it's um, 27 degrees in a sunny part of the island and we're watching a dramatic horror movie about two lasses getting abducted and killed. I didn't really watch it, to be fair. I haven't done sat on the beach. No, I think I, think I was just... I, I switched off at that point. I tried to get a pizza from the usual woman behind the club in the 30 HQ. You know, got itself, <laughs> got itself with the usual um, lumps of, you know, hard rides, you know... Putting out of date food with fag ash. Tuna and cheese baguettes, remember them? No, oh, no. Oh, disaster. The kebabs were good though. The kebabs were excellent. I mean, I can remember like the hot dogs used to come with chips on the top. Uh, I remember the kebabs were dynamite. The, 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 the kebabs were dynamite. Yep, the kebabs were dynamite, the sauce was dynamite. Um, in fact, see if it actually planned this better. Could have had a much better experience. <laughs> nah, you're not really. I don't think you could. Uh, oh, so? yeah, yes, what you do when you go on an 18 to 30 holiday and you're, and you're that age, then basically your main items just to get trashed, and that's what we did. So you pretty much didn't fail. No, you, you didn't feel that at all. But yeah, I think we maybe could have done things a little bit better, but then it wouldn't have ended up the carnage it was. You wouldn't have had one of the guys in the you know in the airport looking like a you know bridge over a river quay prisoner of war. Um, in fact, you you took 50, 50 euro off somebody, didn't you? Yeah, 
last day, somebody was bo- uh, nameless person again, boasted about how much money he was going home with, and I had nothing, so I just took 50 euro off him, told him I'd give him it when I get home. So you like a modern day Robin? It back. I'm like, no, you're not getting it back, I need to. Would you style yourself as a modern day Robin Hood? No, I paid him back. Well, eventually. Yeah, when I go home. What, when, like, 14 days? Can't remember exact mm. times. But he he it, got what? paid back. The fact that he wasn't prepared to help somebody who had no money, his mate, one of his mates had no money at all and he wouldn't give him. You know what? He's, I can go, actually... he, he's going, oh, I had 400 euro. <laughs> I can actually recall, it was in the airport, he was walking the boot with a can of Coke and a slice of pizza and everybody else is going, I'm dying on this plane because the only money I've got left is pound sterling and I can only <laughs> use it once I'm on this plane. Yeah, I remember that as well. It's a shithole in airport as well. There was, there, 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 was, there, was no, there was no seats. It was just basically a hut in the middle of nowhere. But we, I suppose if you do the controversy, controversy on holiday, we, in, in that sense with the, with, the, with the famous reps or the infamous reps, we actually we missed, we missed the, we the missed event it. as such. Just, just missed it by a week. We missed it. But you know, well, the one shit thing, kicked off. One thing that sticks in my mind about that is before we left, we get told, sign the reps books and... Because if you don't give us a good review, we might not be able to come back here. We may get assigned somewhere crap. And that's, even though Club, even though Club 1830 doesn't exist in that kind of, you know, it doesn't exist anymore in that sort of form. But the Thomas Coop reps still have that thing. Give us good reviews or we get allocated somewhere banned. I can remember reading half the stuff that was written, written in people's books. If they were using that in people's one-to-ones, you know, in any sort of usual job, how the fuck could you use it as evidence? It was just people writing all over it, you know, like fucking Sean was here, London Massive. Is that your feedback? <laughs> you know, it was, you know, they obviously get people who were half cut just to write things. Half of the stuff was intelligible. Half of the stuff was illegible. Another half of the stuff was just really, you know, they were great reps. Thank you. It was just I, didn't write anything. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I did either. One of the guys just drew a massive cock over one of them. He said, you know, this is what I think of this holiday. What you're talking about there is uh, is a, is the actual scandal. It probably was. You know, it's actually you could actually say this, mate. Um, claim to fame, but even though it had nothing to do with us, we weren't there at the time, and it happened two weeks after we came back. They were the same reps. It's the same reps that actually, you know, said they looked after us and looked after us in as wide as possible term. But that was a downfall of Club 1830. They never they, they never got over that and decided to actually start winding up the business. I can remember, mate, coming coming back and you know. I remember, I remember getting told, "Go look this up on the yeah Sun website." And it was front page, and I said, "What the fuck's that?" Front front page, front page news. It, it definitely it wasn't it wasn't front page news, but it was it was page four on on the Sun, and that says quite a lot. I can, yeah. I can remember I can remember um, Saturday morning sitting down eating my cornflakes as you do, turning through the paper and going, "What the what is going on here?" And I immediately recognised Vinny, recognised Hannah, recognised the other one. I was like, what's this? Club 1830 reps um, have to leave Greek Island because of sordid sect tax in the middle of Family Hotel. I can't imagine any Family Hotel on the Strip in Cavos. You'd be, you'd, you'd be a massive mistake to take a family there. But, but see, the thing is, uh, a massive mistake to take a family there, but see, the thing was, but the back end of that hotel was actually all family oriented. And we were, I remember you uh, had a big cracking beach bar and all that, if I remember uh-huh. rightly. Yep. That was that was the club where we went. Oh, it's a beach. Let's get mm-hmm. the fuck out of this club. Yeah. So it was, it was actually a Greek, uh, a local Greek business owner who recorded it because like it was like this is shocking. And then basically the freedom get expelled from the island. And I think two years after it, they actually get arrest warrants put out for them. And it was there was Did a whole. They actually lot of get arrested. They never got arrested because they could only get arrested once they came back to the island. 
Which right. you were never going to do. Exactly. You're, you're never going to do that knowing the authorities are looking for you. But uh, it, was, it was definitely stuff about, you know, the arrest warrants got issued from about three years after the event in itself. And then you want to see some of the stuff in the papers. Oh, sorry, you can even get it online. It's hard to find now. But if you look hard enough, you can still get it. And you get the parents basically saying that they didn't, you know, they didn't do it. It was only simulated. You know, they're, they're a good standing citizen. You know, in this case, it was my son, my daughter. I would never think about doing this. It's, you know, it's a horrid thing to actually think about. They're just trying to study and finish their final year in university. They're an upstanding citizen and all that sort of jazz. And you think to yourself, you don't get no idea what goes on in this island, do you? Yeah, especially when we've met them. Exactly. We've met them. We know them. We know exactly what they're like. They're just, you know, com- they're just completely and utterly off the leash, to be perfectly honest. They whatever they feel like, you know, giving a toss about their customers. And, you know, been as a brash, a brash abrupt and just basically, basically harsles. Yeah, I you thought they were all pricks. There was absolutely no decorum about them at all. See, but, see if you had to take, would you go again? What, now? Or? No, pause it, pause it. Right, all right, put, put it in two parts. Would you go again back then? Would you go again now? I probably would do both. I, I would go again and do it again. Would you, would you, would you go again? Would I go again? I, I think I think I'm far too old for it now. I don't think I'd survive. I don't think I'd be able to put up with it. <laughs> to be honest, I'd happily. If somebody told me you want to go, you want to go on holiday with the boys, or uh, go go in, go in the sun and drink beer and stuff, then of, of course you're not going to say no to that. But I, I don't I don't think we'd survive a eighteen mm. to thirty. Do you think you would die after three days? Yeah. Pretty much. Well, bear in mind we almost did die after three days in the first one. I know, but you wouldn't drink half the shit that's put in front of you. You would just want to sleep all day, and you wouldn't even want to party all night. You, you, you now you would get to a reason. You get to a time, and you say, "Oh, I'm got my bed. I need my sleep." Which sort of guy starts shutting the window when he stops? When he, when he stop playing Beyonce? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I could. Li- I think the fact as well, all the, all the loud music and all that, you'd just be saying, "Nah, fuck this. I don't need this Nothing. anymore." You know, you know one thing that actually came to mind when I thought about it? Do you remember the queue each morning when we were actually walking in to get the breakfast? The outside the actual hospital? Not even the hospital. The, the it, was the pharma- it was the pharmacy. It was the doctor stroke the pharmacy. pharmacy. That was it. You remember the size of the queue? Yeah, it was always massive. Folk queuing for all sorts of shit. Every, every day. And I always used to think, well, that's probably the usual sort of thing you find associated with, you know, these kind of holidays. Everybody's looking for some kind of, you know, um, STD treatment or something. They're going to... It's going to be some kind of sexual health treatment, but when you looked along, there's a guy um, who's dislocated his wrist. There's a guy who's broke his arm. There's a guy who's got a, you know a fucking cut above his eyebrow. There's a guy who's getting you know, a black eye. There's a guy who's missing half his teeth. <laughs> managed to survive. We managed to survive all that kind of stuff, though. So, well, that's the thing. Somebody you... did go to the doctors. Was it you? That was me. Oh. I did, so I didn't go. I didn't go to the doctors because you forgot to get the insurance. So where did you go? What did you do? Well. So was there, was a, there was a bug. There was, there was a bug going about the going about the place. It was a chest bug, giving you a really bad cough, and I managed to pick it up. But the only way I managed to get rid of it was because the, one of the lassies who was in the same complex as us had the same thing, and she actually had the correct insurance. So she got a course of antibiotics, which cleared hers up before um, she managed to finish it. That was the famous. So she, that was the famous. The famous letter. <laughs> Not naming names, but I carry not name a name. I've just got to go. I've just got because the cla- one of the classic lines of <laughs> just sits up and goes, "Shut it, Steve. Oh, I've got lung cancer." <laughs> Is that what you said again? See, see, the guy came into the room. Obviously, Steve will come into the room and said, "Oh, I'm, I'm really badly sunburnt." 
And he had to duck to avoid a frozen bottle of water going at his head for the other guy sitting in the bed going, shut it, I think I've got lung cancer. <laughs> oh, that was, that was the class. That was so funny. When all he had was a really bad chest infection. Yeah, that was so funny. But that was a classic time where uh, the, the last he actually said to me, it's all right, I've still got a week's worth of um, antibiotics left. Here, about today, you take four of these a day, but she read the form wrong. It was actually take two daily. She said take four daily. So I took four of my first dose, two in the, um, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, one you know, one one with dinner and one before I went out. And, 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 you, were I still, went, and you were still drinking? And you were still drinking. And I went into zombie mode. <laughs> Never uh, experienced anything like it. I was like, it was, honestly, mate, things went into like kaleidoscope vision. I remember that. Multicoloured. I was sitting, I can remember sitting at the pool table going, it's your shot, Andy. Andy. Andy, it's your shot. Andy. I tried to stand up. The pool cue just sort of like hit the table. I like pushed it gently across and it was like smacking everybody else's buzz. And it was <laughs> just out the game. I remember going back to the room. I, honestly, it was like a psychedelic trip. Everything was not normal colours. It was all like, you know, violent blues, reds, yellows. Tripping. Absolutely tripping. Oh, so that was, I, I, remember, I remember it well, actually. So if a lesson learned, it's um, don't take um, antibiotics in the wrong dosage and don't take them when nobody has the instructions how to do them. And don't pack white shirts, you need to iron. Don't pack white shirts, you need to iron, which, um, you know, get killed by Robobug. Come to think about it, see some of the, the girls who were in the same complex was did one of them not in the second night um, get all the all luggage destroyed by one of the guys? Not, not in our party. I can't remember. No, I don't remember. Think back to this. I can remember one night waking up and there was like somebody's bra in a tree and there was a pair of pants in the fucking bush. And I was like, what's happened here? And basically one of the guys should basically uh, uh, made, made friends with the better term. Um, I decided that the best way to you know, prank her was basically take her clothes and fling them all out in the palm trees. I think she managed to get them about um, 70 euros back off them because half the stuff was missing. Eh, good on her. Is that enough to cover for pants and bushes? I don't think it's enough to cover for pants and bushes, but if um, you remember rightly, mate, we managed to, somebody managed to nick one, one um, sandal, a flag, and two towels from my balcony. <laughs> Sweet. One sandal. Who was that? Whose sandal? Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember that. Steve was. <laughs> that was, was his. He's that the was, one guy on this whole podcast now. Steve That was it. Yep. Steve Steve the guy who ruined Operation Black Duck. The guy who um, fell asleep outside in the mattress and another guy started pelting with chicken McNuggets with shaving foam on them. <laughs> um, another guy who nearly got hit in the head with a bottle of, you know, a frozen bottle of water because the other guy simply, simply didn't like his partner. And he was the only guy out of the group who dressed up for Miss Cavo that night in 2003 because nobody else wanted to do it. Operation Black Duck was what again? That was trying to get somebody's attention for one of the guys. There was a lassie who one of the guys fancied and we thought we would, we would do an operation to get your attention. So it was an inch cooperation. It was a clockwork, mate, military position. Um, I think you had to go on a lilo shouting at somebody to distract them. Somebody had to do a detour in the back of the pub to distract somebody else. And this was all to open up an avenue. So this guy could walk up to his last and go, Hi, how are we? I'm such and such. Yeah, so the plan was to the plan was to throw a ball over to her in her direction so she could pick the ball up and then and talk to her. So the plan was all set up for the ball to go over to one side of the pool and then somebody throw it out the other side of the pool, but somebody pushes somebody into the pool to get the attention and then the ball gets rolled to her feet. But then yep. somebody... Uh, so Steve will fucked it up, didn't he? Yeah, Steve will fucked it up. He tried to kick the ball, he slipped and fell in the pool. And yeah, that prick. 
And the, same, and the same guy flung the bottle of water. He said, "Never let him forgive it." Ah, <laughs> uh, what, what, what? How do you sum? How, how, how do you sum up? Fully, fully sum up Cavos then. Just chaos, mate. Chaos, 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 and shafted it a cash. Ch- chaos, shafted it a cash, and I came. At least you seen some sun in this one. At least is that, mate. I will, I will say right. At least seems sun in this one. But I came back with a worst cough, the worst chest, probably the worst legal drug-inducing experience I've ever had. And you know the worst, the worst state my liver's ever been with. Yeah, it's a pretty good, pretty good sum up actually. Yeah. But would I trade it out? I don't think I would. Nah, it's a story to tell, or oh, stories to tell. Exactly, stories to tell, mate. Absolutely. So, folks, join us next time when we'll be looking at the widespread and upscaling of cheap, affordable mobile phones and the impacts it had on our social and economic statuses as teenagers and early twenty-something adults. Meanwhile, join us at Aft Topic on Twitter, where we'd love to hear your feedback or just general chit-chat from yourselves. You'll be able to find us on any reputable podcast platforms by searching Aft Topic. If you like what you hear and you really want more, then like, subscribe, follow, high-five, kudos, all that good stuff. It really does help keep us going. And also check out our previous episode where we covered off the remnants of the Club 18-30 boys' holidays. This is Aft Topic. Aft Topic.